0: Does that mean we're on the clock? Is that what that means, Coos? It does. The draft is open here at 3 o'clock on a Thursday, April 29th, a day we've been anticipating since the middle of December here in Jacksonville. It is now upon us. Fred Martino, Austin Lane, walking through that field. He's about to hit the end zone, folks, and never made it there in a Jaguars uniform, but he will be here with us in just a moment or two here on draft day. Jaguars go on the clock in five hours. They'll pick at 810. They'll pick Trevor Lawrence. Then after that, the watch is on for number 25 overall. Then tomorrow, the first pick of the second round, the 45th pick overall as well, which is like what the 12th, 13th pick of the second round. Then they'll pick 65th overall. That's in the third round. So three selections tomorrow night, five more on Saturday. Hello, the draft is here, and uh, we're pretty fired up about it. Been on TV all day talking about it last night as well. Sat down with Shad Khan, the Jaguars owner, said he is fired up, pumped up. And you should be, too, because it's about to go down. we got a beautiful day here in Jacksonville. It's a warm one, but that's okay. Pete's all the rain. That potentially could exist. And uh, we are uh, ready to rock and roll. How about the news? me and Rapaport and Adam Schefter, some Tebow words fluttering around out there that could Tim Tebow join the Jaguars as a tight end? I can tell you this. We had heard several times, Jags uh, obviously were not confirming, that uh, Tebow has worked out uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this is not a surprise, that much of a surprise, uh, to hear those rumblings coming out today. But what does it mean? We'll get into that in uh, just a little bit as well. By the way, sat down with Sean Khan yesterday. We'll have Urban Meyer live tonight at 7 o'clock on CBS 47 and Fox 30. An hour before the draft, we plan on talking with Josh Allen and also DJ Chark right around the time the drag's draft pick is happening. Josh Allen, of course, picked a couple years ago, number seven overall. DJ Chark will be catching passes from Trevor Lawrence. And then we expect to hear from Trevor Lawrence himself via a Zoom call, Microsoft Teams, whatever it might be. He is in Clemson, South Carolina, at the place that he stayed during college. Small draft party about three miles from Death Valley, where he played his college football. And that's how the night is going to go down for Trevor Lawrence here and the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll arrive in Jacksonville most likely uh, tomorrow. So that's how the scene is set. Hello, Austin Lane. What's going on, man?
2: Welcome. Good to be here. Exciting, interesting field thing we got going on here. With, uh, <laughs> hey, go get your bingo this card. The <laughs> <card>. social <laughs> Yeah, exactly, Matt. So it's a little, uh, it's a little different over here. But I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. It's cool to be in the stadium where everything's going to be taking part here and. Hopefully, probably tomorrow, you're thinking Trevor Lawrence will be on that stage, or are we thinking tonight?
0: He will be tomorrow. Tomorrow. He won't be on the stage because there won't be fandom for that, but uh, he will be, have a news conference. It will not be tonight. I can tell you this. I think the Jaguars, maybe even uh, you know, whatever that pick was going to be, mm-hmm. if it was close enough, thought about and entertained the idea of trying to get that person to the draft party. If it was close enough. And Trevor Lawrence isn't far away from a plane ride now.
2: That's what I'm saying. But the
0: logistics of that just can't go down. I mean, it, it's not going to happen. Uh, and so Trevor Lawrence will be here tomorrow. Heck, I heard from somebody uh, in town this week that Trevor Lawrence is looking at a home with his wife on Saturday. <laughs> He's already planning to look at a house. Coos, is that from you?
2: Is that from the Trevor <laughs> Tracker? Yeah, that, I'm going to take credit for that. You better.
0: You uh, better. Yeah, yeah, you better take uh You better definitely take credit uh, for that. So, uh, by the way, we have the uh, draft on ESPN 690 here tonight. So if you are in your car, you're out and about, you're not watching CBS 47 and Fox 30 for a moment, you can listen to the draft right here on ESPN 690. Uh, Some rumors starting to swirl, right? Trey Lance, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. what will Atlanta do? Are they willing to trade out? Uh, are they going after Mac Jones if he lands there? Do they want Kyle Pitts if they stay put? Then there's also rumors now of New Orleans trying to move into the top ten, maybe for a defensive player. But I think it was Diana Russini who said, if there's one quarterback available at that time, they'd be interested. Mm-hmm. So, hey, it's a typical draft day, whether it's smoke screens, new information. The information's been tough to come by for the national folks. So this is going to be a tough one to predict, especially starting at three.
2: Yeah, Trey Lance now, according to Vegas On. He is the favorite to go to San Francisco, um, which is kind of crazy. I mean, literally the night of the draft, you know, the whole narrative has been, is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Mac Jones? And now we're on the Trey Lance bandwagon. But don't worry, Brent, we've been on there for a while now. We've been talking about that for a while, and it's good that everyone's starting to come around now and come to their senses a little bit. But like you said, I mean, essentially there's four quarterbacks to take here, right? Well, we know Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville. Zach Wilson, more than likely, going to New York. So that leaves you what? leaves you Justin Fields uh, and leaves you Trey Lance and possibly, possibly Mac Jones, depending on what happens with him. So if you have three quarterbacks available, and there's what, maybe eight teams that need a quarterback right now? Well, it's the Wild West out there, right? And teams are going to try to trade up as much as possible. But once again, what's real? What's the smokescreen? We'll t- we'll, uh, time will tell.
0: And I'll still repeat what I said uh, the other day, and that is I think if people are right about first-round grades only to 16, 18 guys, well, then what does that mean on the back end? Will people move up to try to get a first-round guy? Will guys stuck at, uh, teams stuck at 24, 25 try to move back because there's more value moving back in collecting picks because there's a block of players from 20 to, say, 50 that are more similar than the top 20 in that separation. If they can't move up, maybe they slide back and gather another selection in the second or even the third round. So there's a lot of different ways uh that this thing can play out and the beauty of it is we don't know. I joked around today on social media I had this thought. It's like, you know, the NCAA tournament to put out like a million dollars or some it's even more than that sometimes if you get the whole bracket right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They don't do that for the NFL draft, do they? And it'd be very hard if somebody know. noted because of trades and it'd be a yeah, really hard thing to do. I predict.
2: mean uh, trades pretty much make it impossible, but then again, picking the NCAA tournament bracket 100% right is also impossible as well. I'm a little surprised that you don't really see that that much, but I guess just with the trades, that can happen anytime, anywhere. It makes it impossible to predict.
0: All right, so you just jumped in here, and you saw some of the reports probably. Tim Tebow requested a workout. <laughs> yeah, I've Schepter. gotten five text Tim messages. Tim Tebow has worked out. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to uh, we, we don't throw it out there if we can't confirm it, but I've heard this for going on six weeks now, that he already worked out for them. Uh And what does that mean? We don't know. He didn't sign them, Uh But that Tim Tebow wants to give it a run at tight end under Urban Meyer. Uh, I don't know if he's going to go work out for the Eagles and go work out for the Vikings. I think this is a an isolated situation. Uh, work out for his neighbor now, by the way. Yeah. Because Urban Meyer bought a house uh, there in Glen Kernan near Tebow. So, uh, what do you make of it? What do you think of it? Uh, try to wrap your arms around just the idea of an Urban Meyer, a Trevor Lawrence, and a potentially Tim Tebow on on this roster
2: as well. I mean, heck, if you wanted a little fanfare, yeah, you man. got it. Yeah, without a doubt. So you said like you, about six weeks or so you've been kind of sitting on this because well, it begs the question then with free agency. And once again, if we talk about you know the New England Patriots getting Hunter Henry, the Patriots also getting John U. Smith. Um, listen, we—I th- I mean, I'm not sure what type of tight end Tim Tebow is. But is there, I guess, a fail-safe to say, okay, well, we didn't get those guys. We have Tim Tebow maybe on standby. Like, do you buy into that narrative? No. I don't think it would have
0: prevented them from doing anything. I think this is an interesting situation for Tebow and Meyer in that relationship. First of all, you're not coming back and on the, you're not just automatically going to be on the roster in camp. You know, I'm sure if Tebow wants to do it, Urban Meyer will listen. They work him out. You know, what did they see? Now that this is coming out during draft time, even though it may have already happened and the prospect of it happened even some six weeks ago potentially, and there's been talk about this. How much improvement has he made? We know Tebow works his butt off. When he went to uh, minor league baseball, professional baseball, he worked at it, worked at it, worked at it. Once he got committed to it, has he been doing that? Did they see something good about Tebow at the as potential in the tight end spot? They obviously have a void of talent in the tight end room, so it opens up an opportunity. I just don't think you say, "Oh no, we can't get Johnny Smith. We might have Tebow running in." You know, we we can't do this in the draft. We might have Tebow coming. I mean, this is such a wild card. Who knows what happens, if it even does happen, you know, as he gets on the field and gives it a shot. Uh, I don't even know if that were to happen, what I would put the likelihood that he's on the roster in September. I mean, this is – I give him credit for trying if he wants to do it, but it doesn't mean he's going to make
2: it. Any other day, I would say – you know, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's think of the circus that would probably transpire um, if this is true and, and he becomes, you know, a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I'm not taking, a, I'm not, I won't take away from Trevor Lawrence's day. I'm all about Trevor Lawrence, so nothing can ruin my mood right now. But I will say this, though, about the situation. If we look at what the Saints do with Taysom Hill, you know, tight end slash backup quarterback slash gadget guy. I wonder if Urban Meyer sees that and what Sean Payton does in New Orleans and says, All right, I know a guy. I know Tim Tebow. Now, is Tim Tebow Taysom Hill? Probably not in terms of speed. Um, I think in terms of agility, no. But theoretically, could you run some kind of gadgets? Could you put him at tight end? Could you put him in the backfield? Yes, you probably could do that. My only thing, though, is is keep in mind in New Orleans, they're doing that with Drew Brees, who was on the back nine of his career and now has chose to walk away from the game. Do you really want to do that with Trevor Lawrence, who's coming in here for his first year, who needs time to develop, get his confidence, all this stuff? Are we really talking about now Trevor Lawrence coming out of the game sometimes so Tim Tebow can go in and run gadget plays? I'm not sure if I can co-sign with that.
0: Well, what's interesting is, and I know you've never been a fan of that anyway, but uh, I mean, if Drew Brees was coming out of a game, I think anybody
2: could come out of a game. But once again, it was Drew Brees in the back nine of his career. Yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of a rookie quarterback and Trevor Lawrence having to come out of the game now so Tim Tebow can go in.
0: Yeah, and and that's fair. Uh I we, we see that's always an interesting juggling match, but it's also a part of things now. Like how are you going to use this piece versus this piece? It would be interesting, you know. It, listen, it's a fascinating storyline. Uh I I'd have to see what they do in the draft, what their room looks like. Heck, what Tebow looks like as a tight end. I mean, who knows what that is, what that looks like. I, he's a heck of an athlete. He's in fantastic shape. He's a strong guy. How are his hands? He was a great athlete in high school. Right? No, for sure. Good base, hadn't played baseball in ten years, man, and he still went to the minor leagues and hit a little bit. You know, he obviously didn't succeed greatly, mm-hmm. uh, but he but he hung around, you know. I mean, he didn't look foolish. So... I don't know if he can play the tight end spot, but I will say this. This is what a lot of teams wanted him to do coming out of school anyway. Yeah. You know, they wanted him to make that move. Are you willing to do it? And he wasn't willing to do it. He wanted that quarterback spot. He wanted the dream of playing quarterback. I think he also wanted a little bit the platform of the quarterback uh, to do good with with his brand and everything else. Um, but now you got one last shot. You're 33 years old. Hey, let's give it a run. I, I give Tebow a lot of credit. For the baseball stuff, I've always said this, because you're putting yourself out there. You're putting yourself out there to fail. Most likely you're going to fail. Well, here he goes again, not afraid to kind of put himself out there to maybe the percentages are fail. So I always give him credit for at least that. And he's got, listen, one more go around, right? You're 33 years old. How often could you even try to do this? you got a great situation in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer, he knows who you are. He might give you a chance, might give you a look. And they have a a, a lack of depth at the tight end room anyway. So uh, it's fascinating, to say the least.
2: I'll say it one more time. If Tim Tebow goes out there, he earns a tight end spot, um, then good on him. He makes the team. I have no problem with that. Even if it brings, you know, a circus, even if it brings optics and all this stuff, fine. But let the national heads turn their attention to Jacksonville because of Tim Tebow. But I can't state this enough. If I see Trevor Lawrence coming off the field so Tim Tebow can go in, that, I will not co-sign on. But yeah. everything else, if you, you want to play tight end, fantastic. But I want to see Trevor Lawrence out there for 100% of the snaps as rookie year. All right. Uh, hey, let's take a break
0: early today, Coos, if we can, uh, here at TIAA Bank. We're going to be in and out all day. i got some TV stuff. we got a lot going on here. Uh, and so we are live, uh, field level, basically. Um, right here, south end zone. Tim Tebow touchdown. Trevor Lawrence to Tebow Right here, behind. It'd <laughs> <us. laughs> be crazy to think about.
2: it would be crazy. Better not to think be all the other way around. Better not be Tim Tebow out of the backfield of a wildcat formation, throwing it to Trevor Lawrence in the slot or something. Yeah, a TT special. Let's keep it uh, That's a TT special. Let's keep That's it a within Trevor reason. And a, Tebow. a Tebow to Trevor. Let's keep it within reason. Someone's getting some. good... Get <laughs> Who, who's running stadiums right now over there? Someone's getting some conditioning in. Oh uh, yeah, got to get it in. Can we report that? No. Not oh, me. All right. Uh, <laughs> Someone is. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. It's draft day,
0: folks. Have some fun with us right here. On ESPN six ninety, Brent Martineau. I'm not the guy that likes to like be over dramatic.
1: Austin Lane.
2: Well, you were almost in it. tears yesterday. I was. So well, that was a little
1: different. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. I mean, I'm super, super energized. I mean, I'm pumped, <laughs> and you know, it's that feeling. It's absolutely wonderful to be alive and you know you feel Wow you know for Jacksonville for the Jaguars I'm really hopeful optimistic I think uh, that you know we're headed in the right direction that's gonna give us winning on a sustainable way
0: that is Jaguars owner Shad Khan getting ready for the most important draft of his tenure you know you can listen we're recency bias we can Hyperbole. We can be dramatic. I've been here for 13 years. This is the biggest draft. Yeah. I understand. I mean, the organization was born in '93, '95. You're drafting. I mean, you got Tony Baselli. I mean, that's a big deal, right? I mean, there have there have been other big moments, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a big, one. and yeah. for Shad Khan, this is a really, really uh, big moment for him. As I talked to him last night, uh, sat down with him for about a half hour. And talked a bit about Urban Meyer. We'll have more of that stuff uh, probably after the draft. But obviously, the excitement is there. Uh, the secrecy of the Trevor stuff still exists. It's not like, hey, Brent, we're taking Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know, man. <laughs> they they obviously, and it came out today that the NFL has been really pushing teams to not tip their hand. They want the drama. You know, there is a little bit of a reality show world we live in, mm-hmm. and they want that part of the reality show. Here's what was interesting. About Shad Khan. Maybe we get into a little bit more later on or you'll hear the sound. But he said, hey, the common, the group think essentially of what everybody thinks we're going to do in the draft. He wasn't talking specifically about number one. Sure. Might surprise people. Uh, There's a certain player, there's a certain psyche, there's a certain this and that that we're looking for and we have a plan to target a certain kind of player. Okay. Didn't elaborate much on that and we all don't think that's number 1 right i mean because if you want the psyche the certain kind of player Trevor Lawrence is the kind of guy you build every every, every team around
2: correct yeah exactly i mean but it, it was interesting well one could argue that they kind of did that last year as well what was CJ Henderson, Caleb on chase on? And they kind of, you know, drafted a, a group of guys that all kind of fit the same mold of being, you know, I think coach friendly per se. Now you have a new regime, obviously. Yeah, it's an interesting comment. Obviously, talk about number one. There will be some no surprises there. But I wonder, you know, at the 25th pick, if he's referring to maybe a defensive lineman, um you know, or maybe a safety that, I don't know, I feel like we were talking about it a lot. Um, I'm not sure like, how the national media has been receiving it. I feel like it's 50-50 where get Trevor Lawrence an offensive weapon or get you know get the Jaguars a defensive lineman, but maybe he's referring to that as well.
0: Yeah, I, I, I had a hard time. I thought it was very interesting right? because yeah. right away it said, hey, wait a minute, that shot. That doesn't mean you're, you're, you're thinking twice about Trevor, right? No, no Listen, problem. Trevor Lawrence is coming to Jacksonville. i, I got to be honest with you. Austin, I thought about this a little bit more because people <laughs> have asked me, I said, what if they don't take them? I don't want to think about it. Like I haven't even asked the what if. So much so that we're doing three hours of live television tonight, straight through. We're doing a bunch more television than that, that I don't have a backup plan. Okay, you shouldn't have to like know. I don't have a backup plan. Like if Zach Wilson were to be the Jags pick, like we w- we would have to go hurrying for some video, all right, and some graphics that we yeah. made. We have a lot of things invested into Trevor Lawrence because that's who the pick is going to be. Okay, we know that. Sure. Uh, and I think everybody knows that. So that's not the surprise. But I was interested to see and I, I I'm interested to see the draft play out now. Because I want to try to connect the dots on what Shad might have meant there. Mm. Uh, because, first of all, mock drafts are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, did he see a mock draft and be like, Ah, you guys don't know what you're doing. Like, that's not where we're going. Did he see uh, Trevon Merrick, uh, mm-hmm. everybody saying Merrick, 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 and say, Ah, that's not the kind of player we're looking at for whatever reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I mean, he seems like a very good player, and I can't find many red flags. Maybe it's like a different safety, You yeah. know, mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Like, the... the is it, the, is it the case that the value of players on all these mock drafts where everybody, because, again, groupthink, starts to put them all in the same area? Uh, even when I do the KJZ mock draft, I'm like, well, I can't really say I want Richie, Gr- Richie Grant uh, to be the the safety of choice. Mm-hmm. Everybody says Merrick's better than him. I can't be that much of an outlier. But maybe to your point, like the Jags say, hey, we do rate him higher. We think he can be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- Is it that? Is that what's going to surprise us? I don't know what he meant by that, but I found it very interesting. Of the 25, 30 minutes I sat down with him, it made me think
2: the most. Last night and this morning, like, what did he mean by that? So, I mean, listen, we can sit here and try to put our tinfoil hats on and figure it out. Um, if we're talking about the defensive side of the ball and, and you know, knowing Joe Cullen and remember when he was slamming on the table for JJ Watt to come to Jacksonville and like that was the unequivocally pick that he wanted, I think, uh, out of any defensive lineman. I mean, I think he's alluding to the fact that whether it's the coordinators, whether it's the position coaches, obviously people that Urban Myers trust, like they, they have their guys. Right, and it may not be the Mel Kiper guys, it may not be the Todd McShay guys, it may not be our guys because they look at through the you know the the, the scouting lens and the um, the e- evaluation lens maybe a little different than I do, than you do, than anybody else yeah, yeah. does. So so maybe that's what that means. Maybe there's a safety out there, um, whether he's from Oregon, whether it's Richie Grant, maybe there's a safety out there that they have above you know Merrick. Maybe there's a defensive lineman out there that they have above Barmore. Um, that could be what he's alluding to. Well,
0: I'm going to give you one other thing that I thought uh, would maybe maybe come under this category. And someone just said, hey, Tebow, that's the surprise. I don't think that's what he's talking about here, okay? Um, I, I think the Tebow thing is still not a foregone conclusion. It's not done. It's, it's not necessarily going to happen. It's there. Mm. But I don't think that's what he was referencing. I think there's a possibility that maybe they don't think they're as desperate. Let me throw this out there. As desperate for a tight end as everybody else does. So they don't have to go reach for a tight end and go get Friar and go get Brevin Jordan. Because they're going to go stack up another wide receiver and run those kind of sets instead of the tight end sets and live with what they got because they're not going to go reach for need over value. Could that be could, – could we come out of the next two days and they don't have a tight end yet? That would be a surprise.
2: Yeah, that would be a, a very big surprise, um, especially after Urban Meyer said that's the one position they have to address big time. You know, So I think Urban Meyer's been extremely candid. Um, I think he's been kind of an open book and you know gave us a peek behind the curtain a little bit. If Urban Meyer says the tight end position needs to be addressed, and so far all you've done is trade Josh Oliver away and bring in a guy from Carolina who's a better run blocker than he is receiver – I think there's more to come for the Jacksville Jaguars at the tight end position. Hey, read what you have for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers
0: disgruntled? Yeah. Is that the report from So this, is,
2: this is breaking news out from Adam Schefter nine minutes ago now. Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he has told someone within the organization that he does not want to return to the team. League and team sources told ESPN on Thursday. More on NFL Live now. Or don't turn really NFL Live. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm, hey, if I'm going to cite a source and, hey. and use like a bibliography, I'm going to use the whole thing. It's all, it's he's all like, in the family. He's, he's like Anchorman. He's just going to read the whole thing regardless. Exactly. Exactly. It's not my fault. If it's there, I'm going to read it. If, if, hey, it's all in the family. It's ESPN. It's okay. Yeah, man. It's okay. Now yeah.
0: hey, you won't see us there. Yeah, we're all cut from the same cloth. We're good. But if you want the latest, go get from Jeff on NFL Live. Sure. And then sure. come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow, listen to that. I mean, the sound yeah. system here is, you can hear it. Well, well, it's
2: the fact that we're literally right next to it. We are. Yep.
0: There's no way about it, by the way. I do these pre-season, uh, pre-game shows all the time, and it's just, like, unavoidable. They put them in these spots, and yeah. it's really a hard way to get away from it. But this one yeah. is kind of right next to us as they test some of the video boards. Uh, the graphics package looks good. Uh, things look good here at TIAA Bank as they get ready for this night. So, anyway, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron um, Rodgers. What he just – why do I start to get the feel – well, tell me if I'm right or wrong. My initial reaction is now I'm starting to get the feel like uh, like this is the kid in class that four people before him went to bat- the bathroom, and so he raises his hand, too, and says, teach, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Sure. You know? yeah, Or like – you know like uh your you went to the pantry and got a piece of candy so your sister wants a piece of candy now too even though she wasn't even hungry okay. you know okay. like so you get, my reference point is well all these other quarterbacks were making waves and russell wilson had this thing going on for a while got dramatic it had everybody talking about russell wilson whether mm. it was his doing or not aaron rodgers now is <laughs> What about me? Let's throw this out there. Let's
2: see what happens if uh, I say I don't
0: want to be back in Green Bay. Like, this uh, is odd timing, though, isn't it?
2: I mean, maybe it's odd timing, but it depends how long they've known about this. You know, once again, I mean, it, it could be the Tentivo thing where people have known about it for a while, but it finally comes out uh, in the media today. I don't. I, I don't know. I think that if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're 37 years old and and, and you you know gave your heart and soul to that team. I, don't, I, th- I think you're above, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think you're above just making up stuff to say, hey, let's go ahead and get him talking about me a little bit. The guy just hosted Jeopardy. He doesn't I need know, a, any it, more cash. He, he, he doesn't need any more clout. Um, I think there's legs to this. I, I, I honestly do. Um, even the fact that the GM had to come out and say that Aaron Rodgers is a guy when nobody really asked, that was a little peculiar when you just drafted Jordan Lovell. like, Yeah, we get Aaron Rodgers as the guy. No kidding. He's the reigning MVP. But why did you say that? So when the GM comes out and says something like that, and now when this comes out, maybe it is trouble in paradise a little bit. Maybe Aaron Rodgers isn't happy. Maybe the Jordan Love thing rubbed him the wrong way. Maybe not, you know, addressing a skill position the first round since Aaron Rodgers is rubbing him the wrong way. Maybe it's a combination of those things. Or maybe it just feels disrespected. Whatever the case may be, I think there is some legs to this. Now, whether or not he leaves Green Bay, I don't know about that. But I think he might be a little disgruntled.
0: I think like, quarterbacks have so much power and sway right now that it almost concerns... Well, listen, I'll take the franchise quarterback. But it does... How much of a jockeying and wrestling back and forth over the years will the Jaguars have with Trevor Lawrence with rumors, whether it's him or not, whether it's rumors or people saying, oh, he's going to want out of Jacksonville now. He's not going to sign that next half-a-billion-dollar deal in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. He's going to look to go elsewhere. Get-, get used to that, okay? Just get used to that, Jags fans, because even if this guy is great... Even the great quarterbacks have been rumored for now the last three or four years to go somewhere else. Tom Brady was, even before that contract was done. There was t- talk of turmoil, right, for a couple of years in New England, inside the building. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers has had this. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, before all the other stuff. And by the way, that story is quieted in terms of the trade, right? I mean, sure. that's, that's nothing football-related. Uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, we're talking about these big names. And Stafford, by the way, has been on the move now. Mm-hmm. And Goff was on the move. And Carson Wentz is on the move. It, it's really pretty wild. It's like as the quarterback world
2: turns a little bit. And how long can you keep the quarterback happy where he's at? No, I mean, that's, you know you, you make super valid points here. To me, this is different, though, because once again, this is the reigning MVP. And we've seen this a lot. We've seen quarterbacks ask out. We've seen players ask out. You know, we, we lived through it ourselves with Yannick Ngakwe and Jalen Ramsey. The difference between them and the Green Bay Packers, though, is, well, let's be honest here. The Jaguars at the time were not doing that well. Jalen wanted out. Yannick Ngakwe wanted out. They weren't winning. A lot of losing. You can kind of see that a little bit. The Green Bay Packers are coming off back-to-back NFC Championship games. Yeah. One game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I find it very hard to believe that this is all just like a, an attention grab from Aaron Rodgers saying, yeah, let's go ahead and put my name on the airwaves a little bit. Um, because, no, like, I, I truly feel that if you want to be on that team, then something must be up. And I think if we look back on it, like what do we have to go off of? Once again, I mentioned the draft and not taking a scope position in the first round since they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Obviously the Jordan Love situation. But what is our last lingering moment from the last Packers snap on offense until now. It's the NFC championship game and the head coach Matt LaFleur opting to kick a field goal instead of putting the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands to try to win the game. I think that rubbed Aaron Rodgers the wrong way a little bit too and maybe they haven't, you know, compromised, they haven't reconciled since that situation. Aaron Rodgers is a fun guy. But is he a bit of a diva? I mean, it, it,
0: it, could this be his personality? Like, Russell Wilson, that whole thing was a bit surprising to me. Yeah. Seemed like he was a lifer in Seattle. Sure. You know? Uh, Deshaun Watson, eh, the place is a mess, okay? I, yep. can, I can tell. That's a little bit more Yannick and Jalen-esque, right? Rodgers, being in this kind of conversation feels a little bit like that's some of his personality
2: yeah. uh, somewhere in there, too. Yeah, well, you know what? Is he a diva? Uh, you, you can definitely say that. Just like I can say Peyton Manning was a giant diva when it came to, you know, how he handled practice and things like that. But you've earned that, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you've you won a couple MVPs. You, you have a Lombardi trophy. Um, I think once you get to that stature, and, you know, like Russell Wilson's kind of up there, too, a little bit, but with all due respect to Russell Wilson, he's not an Aaron Rodgers' level quite yet. So... You can call him diva. You can call him maybe he's being a jerk. Whatever you want to say, Aaron Rodgers has earned that right. And if you lose him, you know, if you're Matt LaFleur in that organization, you lose him, uh, hopefully Jordan Love can take over. We'll see. It, it but is it, it, wild, it, yeah.
0: man. You said it. MVP – Back-to-back games away from the Super Bowl, and you're still not happy. Like, again, there are reasons. The Jordan Love stuff, but that seemed in the rear view. Sure, go get them weapons. That's fine. They they re-sign Aaron Jones. You know, I I think
2: it's the play call. I I really do. I think it's Matt Lafleur opting to kick that field goal and not putting the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. I mean, you know, it's that's the narrative. If you go back to Green Bay right now, that's what they're still talking about. It was there's talk about in Jeopardy for a couple of times of people writing their answers and hey, why'd you uh, kick a field goal? And Aaron Rodgers goes, I don't know. You know, like yeah. that. That's all around him, and I think that's that's circumstance right there. Maybe on top of other things that we haven't really seen. I, but I think that circumstance brought it to a boiling point, and now we're here. Very interesting. Oh, it's nice when the sun goes You're down. You not. Here. I mean, <laughs> it's prime right now. fantastic. It's, it's a little
0: warm, but I, I put us right here because you can feel a little bit of the breeze coming through the yeah. tunnel. Yeah. You'll feel it once in a while. Don't no, for sure. For away. sure. Brett Martin, Austin Lane, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Thanks to everybody here at uh, the Jaguars organization for letting us come out do our radio show here. we got TV all over the place. I'm going to go do a TV hit on Fox 30 at 4 o'clock, and then at 5 o'clock, and then at 6 o'clock, and then... Well, 7 to 10, we're on Fox 30 all the way through. So you got to remember that. I want you to know that because I think we're going to have some fun tonight. We've got Urban Meyer coming on live. We'll hear from Trevor Lawrence coming on. Uh, we'll hear from DJ Chark and Josh Allen. But it's different. Uh, you can watch the draft and, on uh, NFL Network and the selections made, and then they're going to go talk about every other team. Uh, Come on over to Fox 30 in that 8 to 9 o'clock hour, and we're talking all Trevor Lawrence, Jags, what else they're going to do. Austin Lane doing a little TV as well. David Garrard on Trevor Lawrence. So we're pretty stacked up, uh, plus my sit-down conversation with Shad Khan and some of our uh, travels to Cartersville, Georgia, and uh, elsewhere. But it's a good setup here. I'm interested to see what this feels like. They've got everything boxed off for social distancing. See, the NFL, even though the CDC has... kind of removed some of its rules and Mm -hmm. regulations. The NFL is still masks, social distancing. And so that's why you see this setup Mm -hmm. the way it is. They actually increased some of the setup, moved the staging back to allow more fans. There will be 7,000-plus fans here tonight uh, to celebrate. It's sold out. So it's, it's fun, but I'm kind of interested to see what the 7,000 spread out looks like, feels like, because you know this place is going to erupt. That's the moment, yeah. Uh, right around 8-10, when this place goes nuts yeah. over Trevor Lawrence being the number one pick. And by the way, it's going to go nuts when they're on the clock. Without and and again, not. we'll be on live on TV. That's I can't wait for that. That's going to be a lot of fun, because you just can
2: feel the energy for 10 minutes around here. Yeah, you know... Um like I've been saying like I understand it's not going to be a full capacity and that's okay but just to get whatever you said 6000 7000 of those passionate jaguars fans in here to welcome you know Trevor Lawrence in with open arms like I bet it's going to feel like a full stadium it's going to sound like a full stadium when he gets announced that first pick
0: uh the how much do you think they could have sold if it was fully open. Like I don't I don't want to over dramatize. Like yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have sold the place. How? I mean that's not no, no, no. now they no. can you probably would have shut off the back anyway, but sure let's not get crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I mean would they have put twenty thousand in here? $25,000 in here? I think,
2: I think twenty to twenty five thousand would be very realistic, absolutely. Because once again like this is to me, it's it's like the experience. It's almost like the UFC fight where, you know was everybody to that UFC fight? Fight fans? Probably not, but they wanted to go for the experience, right? It's because the fighting's back and, and it's in front of a live crowd. With this situation, we're talking about an, an absolute, you know, culture shift, possibly. Um, you know, uh, going to the glory days, if you will, with Trevor Lawrence, and people want to be a part of that. People want to say, "Hey, I was there. I was in that stadium when his name was announced, um, and now I'll watch what he's doing on the field." So. I think twenty to 25000 would get sold out.
0: Yeah, you know, I said that, too, on TV. As I think it's like, all right, maybe it was this morning. Gosh, I've done so much TV in the last 20 hours.
2: It <laughs> just, just kind of but, blends together, uh,
0: doesn't But I, I, I did say that because I think it's worth repeating, especially to a casual fan. Not uh, A lot of folks that listen to us, they, they know what's going on because mm-hmm. they're, they're so locked into it. But to a casual fan, you're like, why is this such a big deal again? Like, why are you guys going crazy over this? Why is this day this big? Well, it's two reasons. One, you have the number one pick for the first time in franchise history. But two, there's the player there when you have the number one pick to go get and maybe change your franchise. There's that kind of player. For Indianapolis, it was Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. They got it twice, man. They got it twice. What's the likelihood of that? Not very good. Jacksonville finally, a quarter of a century later. Yeah. Finally has that opportunity, which makes feel one in fifteen feel actually okay for a couple of months. i no, you know? for sure it sounds like you're
2: okay with it until we, we see the field again and then we'll see what happens. But from that's there. why
0: it's such a big moment. It's the combination yeah. of both. Hey, let's uh take a break since they're doing a sound check, Action Sports checks on ESPN six ninety. Jam away in your car. <laughs> Keep it locked right here. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Turn it down, please. We'll be back <laughs> on ESPN six
2: ninety.
1: I think we'll have an opportunity really to have a player that will help us, you know, win. Uh, And if you win, then, you know, a lot of good happens. You know, you can say, uh, you know, for the franchise, but really, I mean, the Jaguars are the psyche of Jacksonville. I think if we win, I think it's going to be good for the city. Um, And, uh, you know... Football is huge here, so I think uh, absolutely I feel that way. You know, not only who, you know, would be joining us on the football side, but really the leadership of the team. Um, And, you know, with Urban and then the staff he hired and, you know, the process we've gone through, uh, first putting his staff together, you know, I saw him in action, then the free agency, and now getting ready for the draft. I mean, it's very, very different than what, you know, Certainly I've been part of
0: that is shot Khan. So what's it been like since he's been part of it? Nine years of doing this as an owner of the Jaguars, they've made mistakes. He's learned about those mistakes. Has he learned the right way? Is he now making the right decisions? He's certainly more involved. My conversation with Shad Khan yesterday, that is one thing he said multiple times when I asked him about being more involved, what does that mean? So well, what it means is I'm going to get blamed for it anyway. So I might yeah. as well be a part of it, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, I think he really references he went hands-off when Tom Coughlin was here because he said, listen, Tom he's like, he, Tom might be a Hall of Famer. I think he is a Hall of Famer. And I'm going to let this guy who's been around football run football. Mm-hmm. Well, the big mistake there with Tom uh, at the end of the day, in hindsight especially, was that it was kind of a going-backwards way of doing things. Tom is an old-school guy. What he's done now with Urban... And the sports science stuff and the facility stuff and all of it yep. is kind of move into the, the future. And I think that's what he – that's my best explanation of, say, from 2019 to now here in 2021, what's the big differentiator? I think that's meant from a philosophical standpoint. Now, how good can Urban Meyer be? We'll find out. But he feels like he's got the right guy now. And he, t- he said in, the, in my conversation, listen, Doug Marone tried – You know, Gus Bradley tried. Dave Caldwell tried. They made a lot of efforts and did some good things. But it didn't work out sustainable success. And he really feels like he's got that with Urban Meyer.
2: Yeah, you know, and it's funny that we bring up Tom Coughlin because I see a lot of similarities between Tom Coughlin and Urban Meyer. And that biggest similarity is going to be how training camp is handled. Yeah. I think Urban Meyer is going to run... Maybe the toughest training camp we've seen here in a long time. Maybe since the likes of a Jack Del Rio Oklahoma drill special back-to-back-to-back to back to back days. Like, I think Urban Meyer is going to bring that type of intensity um, and that type of physically demanding practice back to Jacksonville. And obviously Tom Coughlin did that as well for the year, and then we saw what happened after that. But to me, the difference between Urban Meyer and Tom Coughlin, yes, they both preach I think, hard work, being accountable, all that stuff. But the difference lies in between Urban Meyer being more of the players coach and that, hey, I want to give my guys the best things. I have to give them the best recovery, all that stuff. I get the sense that Tom Coughlin was more like, yeah, it'll be fine. You know, like We had this stuff back in the day, and it worked out well. I won some Super Bowls. It's going to be okay. I think Urban Meyer, and I, I've said this many times before on the show, he's going to come in with the philosophy as I'm going to give these guys the best possible things that they can have, whether it's recovery, whether it's food, uh, whether it's a locker room setting, you name it, it's going to be state-of-the-art the best in the NFL. But when you do that – just like in college programs, a price must be paid. And a price will be paid, I think, on that practice field of being a very hard and physically demanding training camp.
0: Yeah, and if you build that that way, that you do so much for the players, then maybe then Aaron Rodgers at the Sean Watson kind of situation doesn't present itself where I might want out of here. Instead, you can do all you can to keep the guys homegrown that you've developed and that are core players, something this organization over the last few years could not do. More on Aaron Rodgers in a moment. Maurice Jones-Drew just said something that got us going. Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick, courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meetthepick to register, and you can do that through tonight still. No purchase required to enter or win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meetthepick. Again, you can still register today, not like going to meet the pick tonight, uh, but enter to win, Bank dot com slash meet the pick all right uh, I gotta go run and do TV but I'm gonna leave you with this and I want you to take this away Maurice Jones Drew says the first overall pick in 25 to the Green Bay Packers for Aaron Rodgers Why? what, what? Why do you got to say that and you walk off the show? Okay. I'll, well, I'll I I don't even want – I want you to think of it from a couple of different ways. I would think of it as one way. Absolutely not. I would too, right? Okay. Uh, but that's an interesting thing to say about maybe the best quarterback in the game right now, okay? I'm sorry. You said the GOAT? I thought Tom Brady was happy in Tampa. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about Aaron Rodgers or are we talking about Aaron Rodgers? Maybe the best he, he's, uh, quarterback well, in Well, did, did Maurice Jones just say the GOAT? Uh, he said the second GOAT. Oh,
2: the second that's GOAT. Okay. I got you. Uh, I got you.
0: But I, I'll say this. I'd ask you that because Maurice Jones-Drew said it in a Jacksonville way. I, I, it's funny. I say I don't want that. I want the unknown of Trevor Lawrence for some reason. And, obviously, you've got a guy who's young, and it's, it's a cheaper contract and all those things. So there's a lot of different ways. Much like we talked about the Sean Watson. not oh, like you don't want the player. Yeah. But you want this situation, I feel like, instead. So I'd say no thanks, too. Yeah. But there's some talk now that some reports coming out the Rams, who just traded for Stafford, mm-hmm. and even San Francisco, who now has the number three pick, have made calls to Green Bay. San Francisco could be an interesting one here. Of course, we'd be back home. Take it away. I'll be back with you in a few minutes after some TV.
2: All right. Uh, Obviously, right now, this is, I mean, we're on the prefaces of the NFL draft, right? And when we talk about a couple hours leading up to it, all chaos ensues. Sometimes you got players out there um, that are draft eligible. You know, taking pictures with you know drug paraphernalia, like we saw a couple years ago with Laramie Tunzel. Sometimes you got rumors out there saying this guy got in trouble, and the draft stock closes. Well, this year, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers not happy in Green Bay, which is a, it's absolutely insane to me. Now, once again, I think there's legs to this, but you got to be out of your mind, absolutely out of your mind. If you think Green Bay is going to trade away Aaron Rodgers. Now, is Aaron Rodgers not happy there? Probably. Uh, Are him and Matt LaFleur clashing? Probably. Okay? Um, Is he happy with the front office and, and, you know, management? Probably not. Okay? So there's definitely some red flags. There's definitely some rumblings there taking part in Green Bay. But there's no way you trade that dude away. Because, number one, I mean, I just think of the optics of a – you know, my family, my friends back in, in Green Bay of what they would do. I mean, you, you, you want to talk about, you know, uh, cars getting, and Green Bay is like the nicest town in, you know, in, in NFL fandom. You, if you go to a Green Bay Packers tailgate, you're going to get a bra, you're going to get a beer. Like, they embrace you there. But there's also a mean streak. And you want to bring out that mean streak, trade Aaron Rodgers way and see what happens. So, the, there's, in my opinion, there's no way Aaron Rodgers gets traded, at least right now. Now, we know how the story is going to play out a little bit, right? We're going to see, you know, back and forth. Packers say, we love Aaron Rodgers. and not going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, maybe I want to leave. And then all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers' agent's going to say, well, if he was to leave, maybe he would go to Los Angeles, play for the Rams. Maybe he would go here, 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 there. Like, this is all going to come out. And it's going to be polarizing. Because I look and saw what happened with Russell Wilson, and that was one thing, right? Russell Wilson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, don't get me wrong, Super Bowl champion, um, all that stuff. But Aaron Rodgers, as Maurice Jones drew referred to him as the second GOAT, which, okay, let's give him that nickname. I like that moniker. Go ahead and amplify the Russell Wilson stuff times 10, times 15. That's where we're going to be at right now after this draft, like, don't, let's not get it twisted, everybody. I I understand we're still a couple hours away, but it's a, it's the Trevor Lawrence show tonight, right? It's the NFL draft tonight. And, you know, tomorrow as well, and out through Saturday. But Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, when the smoke settles and the dust clears, this Aaron Rodgers story is just, just getting started. And, and I'm very curious to see um, what the sides are going to do here. You can't let him go. I don't care if, if he badmouths the organization. I don't care if he pulls a Jalen Ramsey and says that his back's messed up and he's got to sit out for training camp. There's just some guys that are just, they're franchise, right? Like Jalen Ramsey, was he a great player? Absolutely. All pro, you better believe it. it Maybe even if face the franchise. But he wasn't like Aaron Rodgers as the Green Bay. There's very few players out there like that. And you would be out of your mind. I don't care what the offer is. You'd be out of your mind to trade that away. More on ESPN 690 when we get back. Oh, oh,
1: oh, O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability.